Welcome to Sunburnt Country Music, interviews with Australian country music artists. My name is Sophie and I have been interviewing Australian country music artists for over a decade and I still love it. I love their stories, I love their insights and I love their music. So I hope you enjoy hearing from them on this podcast. Sarah Stora and Greg Stora are musical siblings who have released their own music, Sarah to great acclaim and at least 21 Golden Guitar Awards at last count. As Stora, they have now released an eponymous album and they're about to undertake an extensive national tour. And they're both here to talk about it, although I failed to give Greg the pink shirt memo because Sarah and I are both wearing pink. Hi, Greg. Hi, Sarah. G'day, Sophie. G'day, Sophie. How are you going? Well, I'm going extremely well because I've just been wrapped up in this album and it's it's I kind of feel like I'm in this dream still with it that I'm with you both on the land and in your lives and um it's just this glorious piece of work and it really celebrates the full spectrum of life and that includes death because because death and grief are referenced on the album so this is a question for either one of you did you set out to create a particular experience when you made this album um I don't know so yeah I think we just um it's just what was going on in our lives at the time and um, we're very much right, you know, with our hearts on our sleeves and what's going on around us and um, which makes it easy to write about, you know, it's coming from the heart and how you're actually feeling. Mm. So um, I think um, that's just how the, the songs, um, yeah, sort of got going and that's how they're presented on the album. So we didn't sort of, yeah. So let's write an album about this or that or the other. Just uh, how they, how we, how we um, wrote the songs, and that's how it is. Yeah. So, Sarah, did you write these songs together, or was there a bit of like you had a dominant idea that that Greg contributed a bit to, and that sort of rhythm? Yeah, a bit of that. Greg had some written. I had some. We did some co-writes, and yeah, sometimes we just jump on, on it, do a little verse on on you know, each other's songs to sort of turn it into a co-write as such. But, um, yeah, there's a real mix and I like that the album, you know, uh, has has a lot of different varieties of that. So there's some of Greg, some of mine and some co-writes. It's, it's a nice blend and I think it really worked really lovely through the album. Mm. Did you have many more songs and then you had to edit your selection yeah we did we could probably record another album and that was the tricky part was oh you know some of they say you know songs are like your babies and to leave them off you feel like you're you're leaving your children behind but um yeah we've got them there that will you know we can come back um hopefully and and record these songs so they don't get forgotten about and um future album possibly maybe yeah um greg were there any songs left off about which you you know perhaps had a small tantrum a sibling argument anything like that um Tell it was the really truth, funny. <laughs> no it was it was really um yeah when we first um james said oh well we just got to be 12-track album or 10-track album going, oh, no, really? We have to take songs off? But, you know, I think the songs we left off are, um, took took a long while. These are the things, like, I'm not, I'm not 
you know, big into making records and that is probably the second one I've had major involvement in and you just forget about all that, all that stuff that you got to do, you know, and um, this is just one of those things that how the songs um, are numbered on the, on the album, how you want the album to flow and, um, mm. you know, the, the, the few songs we left off, I think in the end that it was, you know, real, it was right, it was perfect, yeah. So, yeah. no tantrums. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, I think it's part of the probably part of the beauty of working with siblings is that the, there is that bedrock of understanding when you've if, if you're close to each other which you obviously are because you've made music together I mean I have a brother and you know we could have a bit of a, a, a tiff about things but fundamentally we're always going to love each other and be in each other's lives so with this kind of creative project I imagine you can have the push and pull and not get too upset yeah you know, I think just with the selection of songs, you know, without saying, oh, this one didn't make it and that one didn't make it, here's our list, what do you reckon? And and you'd go, oh, well, oh, one of mine there that I thought maybe, maybe could have didn't, and I'm sure Greg thought the same, but it's sort of like it's saying, hey, you know, maybe we've made the decision. So we know, I think just as being siblings, we knew then, um, that they were the 12 tracks and and we we didn't have to come back and say, hey, why didn't you like this? Just sort of said and done and move on with it um, because sometimes it can take someone else to say, look, it's a good song, but maybe it's just not good enough for the album. So mm -hmm. let's just leave it for another time. Mm -hmm. um, whether if it wasn't Greg and it was another artist, you might have a you know, there may have been tantrums, so you just don't know. But Greg and I are pretty good at working out. Um, Dave doesn't know I'm doing an interview. I'm just going to quickly run away because you're, you're going to hear about cows very soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, and I think that's the good thing about siblings. We didn't have to say um, to each other, why didn't that make it? We just knew, righto, this is the top 12. Yeah, yeah right. I'm sure. I'm sure. So had a few tangents just in private about what was going on, but he does that. It's her yeah. prerogative. A couple of broken toes there, a couple of times. Yeah. I won't go song by song, although I was I was very tempted to go song by song, but it would be quite a long interview then. Um, but I, I would like to ask about some songs in particular. Now, pedal push and pedal is uh, Greg. This is a song that you sing lead vocal on, and it does suggest that you like to ride a bike because you certainly create the experience of of riding through the countryside. Do you or do you not like to ride bikes? I love to ride pushies. Um, I've got an old mountain bike here. It's nothing flash, but um, uh, I'm always threatening to ride it. It's it's it seems like a very good idea. I'm not I'm not a real um, stickler for exercise, as you can see. Um, but yeah, geez, it's so good to just get on it and um, tre you know, treadly up the road and back and and. Um, you just say, I always say to myself, Greg, you've got to do this more often. You just feel better after you get off, you know, and um, it's great. And so that song, um, we, we did some work over in the Bylong Valley and um, just driving through there uh, uh, just struck me the beauty of the place and, uh, you know, you got the hills and the, uh, the national parks. And I thought, God, how good would it be just to get on a bike and, um, you know, treadly around all day here, take in the size, just take in nature and um, just... Um, just relax you know and so I'm always threatening to do that but you know as, as you know work and 
and uh, you're always flat out with, um, you know, kids at school and all that sort of thing. So, um, but one of these days I will get on the bike and uh, go through a national park and just take it all in and take my time and go slow, yeah. There's a really beautiful line in it. I'm alive, I'm alive with every breath I take. And when I first heard it I was, and then put it into the context of the album, I thought this really actually sums up the whole album because it, the album is so alive and present. Um, and there's such a, oh, a vivid wow. sense of life in the whole album, I think. So is there, Sarah, I think this is a question for you now, is there a song or a line that resonates with you? Because that line is Greg's. So is there a song or a line that resonates for you on the rest of the album? Oh, yeah, there's there's quite a few, but one in particular that stands out to me is Greg's song Dust Kids that he wrote a little while back now when um, during their, their horrid drought there that um, there was all these babies being born and Greg was thinking about how much dust these little kids can t- take in their lungs. And, um, and then towards the end, he, get, he talks about... Um, Bill, which is my boy, going for a ride with Uncle Ben um, on the bikes, go and check the bulls. And um, it gets me every time I hear that line um, because not only is Greg singing about community and kids and, and, and people getting through the drought, um, just about family too and love and how strong it is and just being so grateful that my little boys are just fascinated with their uncles and you know and that way of living so that's the one that gets me yeah yeah that's one of my favorites as well it's such a great song and and Greg I do like the the cleverness the subtle cleverness actually of of setting it up of how these kids have never seen a drop of rain and then the last line is now we just need to have some mud kids and so the implication, of course, being it hasn't rained for a really long time, but it's, but you're showing us that rather than really telling us directly. So, um, yeah, that's a comment more than a question. It's just such a great song. Oh, thanks, Dave. It's great feedback. I, I much appreciate that. And, um, our songs, Sarah and my songs, are, are all about what's happening on the land, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a drought, it's drought songs, it's a flood, it's flood songs. And, um, and yeah, it it got really wet. We had mud kids for a while there, and um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. What's coming next? Who knows? Who does? Hopefully, a nice balance, so that neither neither Absolutely. the dust nor the mud sticks to the kids. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And now the song "Parachute" is about being a parachute for someone else who's falling, does he jumping off a mountain or whatever, falling off a mountain. Um, Sarah, are you and Greg that for each other? Uh, yeah, I guess I would. I would be a parachute, mate, if you fell off the mountain. Um, want to be a pretty um, you need a mark, solid, I reckon. I'd say you want to be a pretty solid us. parachute, I might, yeah, heavy duty. Um, but you know, it's a ripper song, and it's um, everyone you hope has got that one mate that you can rely on that'd be there for anything, you know, be there and. Drop drop of a hat, and um, so I love that song. We we're thinking of starting the the show with that, um, mm. just about why Greg and I are, you know, on the road together, and um, we finally got to do this album um, as Stora. So we thought it's a really cool way to start the show. 
Yeah, it, it's a terrific song. There are so many terrific songs, as I said. I could go song by song. Um, going to keep it to just a handful of them. Uh, Greg, who is the Machinery Man? Um, Machinery Man's just a bunch of people that um, I've run run into all my life, really. Um, um, some old blokes who used to come out and do um, mechanical work for us on the farm, fixing old um, tractors and motors and stuff. And the knowledge... Um, these people have got in their head is just incredible and my dad was the same like you know he could tell you the firing order of a t-model ford you know as he had as a kid that was his first car and all this stuff uh, all this knowledge you know so it's it's about that and also it's about um those kids that are not suited for school you know that um my wife's a teacher and she's talking about these kids all the time you know they're just they're not school types and um but they can go down to the tip and um you know, get some old timber and knock up a table for their mum or something like that, you know, for Mother's Day or, the, the, you know, it's just about those sorts of people and it's a bit of a hats off to those um, mechanics and people that work with their hands, basically. Yeah, it's great. It's very detailed and great and I love the line about how the punishment for this this machinery man when he's a kid is to not mow the lawn. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know a kid like that. That's um, yeah, Tommy Mason at, at Ballarat. That was his punishment. He wasn't allowed to um, mow the lawn if he was in trouble. Right. So. <laughs> um, now, Sarah, Drift Away and Dream Again are the two songs on the album that are about death and life after death in a way because I think in Dream Again you're keeping alive a girl who has died. In between them we have the Tank and Machinery Man, which are both songs that are very much about working with what's in front of you and appreciating the moment. I'm really interested in the decisions you two made together about the order of songs because as those songs come through, it's like, yes, you, you, we have these these not wistful songs about, about death, I guess, but really real songs and then we're very much back in the present. So obviously there was a discussion about how to order everything. Uh, this album was... Uh, the biggest challenge in getting the track order for me, the biggest challenge I've ever had throughout all of my albums. It took hours. Um, I think sometimes you just, songs naturally just, they've got their place somewhere along the list. And you can often see that as you're in, when you're in this recording process, you're hearing a song, you go, oh, that's going to sit around here. But all these songs I, I think could have fitted anywhere um, on the set list. So it was difficult. Um, there's also the, the challenge of you've got to work on your keys so you can't have too many in the same key. Then you've got tempos so you can't have slow songs, you know, bunched together. You've mm. really got to take people on a lovely little journey um, and, um, and I guess move them in and out of um, emotions because, you know, your up-tempo songs are a lot more, you know, you're happy and it brings you up. And then and then you just need to have a bit of time, downtime, and that's when you pop in your little um, track that makes you think about a few things. And mm-hmm. then you can go back to, all right, you don't have to think too hard on this next song and let's have some fun again. Yeah. Um, it's very important you know, um, to do that. So, but it was hard work. We got there in the end, didn't we, Greg? It was, I was, I reckon there was a new set, a new track order every day going, no, let's swap this, let's swap this. But I think we got there in the end. I don't think I was much of a help, but um, 
really with that sort of stuff. I mean, James James Gillard is um, just unbelievable at at, um, at at you know all the finer details that you know I was oblivious to. James is just right onto it, and um, yeah, love you, James. Thanks for your work, mate. Yeah. I mean, given that the two of you would have had your pick of producers to work with, um, how did you end up choosing James? Well, we've been working with James. He's been playing bass guitar and acoustic guitar on um, and, oh, since I met him, Day Dot. Going back to Chasing Buffalo days, he played bass on my first album and then he's pretty much been a significant band member for me um, as far as back then, that back in 2000. Um, he one day did a little EP with his wife, Shanley Dell, uh, four songs, four or five songs. And I thought they were just fantastic. And Greg did too. Bit quirky, bit different, new, fresh sound. And, you know, after about three albums, I'm ready for a change, not because I'm over the pro- produ- production or over my producer. It's just I think it's nice for people just to mm-hmm. get hit with a, a new sound. And uh, we asked James. Um, we thought maybe it's a perfect fit. Um, and it is different and it, it's fresh and, yeah, we love it, love his work and we're really happy, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lovely clean sound through the whole album, like clean on the instruments, clean on the voice, so it really does give the listeners space, I think, to put themselves into the song, if that makes sense. Very important Absolutely. to be able yeah. to hear a vocal and hear the story. Um, so he's done a fab, fab job there. You can, you know... If you go back to Matt Fell, he loves his layers and his um, and his his um, his beats are always very quirky and and um, they catch out all the time and it's a different sound again. Um, I loved that time with with Matt Fell, but it it's it is nice to come back and uh, you know um, work with someone else and it's it's just. When you're in the studio and you hear those songs um, coming to life and you see the love that a producer, or you watch them work and you see the love and the way their minds tick, tick, ticking and then they're working with the musicians, it's really, um, it's really wonderful. And uh, it, it's so good when you don't have to say anything because they're on track. They're doing the right thing. They, they know the sounds you want to hear. And, and so you just sit there and enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Greg, uh, your daughter's gone. Oh, sorry, Greg, I interrupted you. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm just going to add this. Sorry, so um, yeah, just um, James's passion. Uh, if you've ever watched James perform, you know I love watching James perform, playing bass for, um, you know, for whoever played played for everybody over the years, and um, a lot of times you're just watching James playing bass. <laughs> He's uh, such a dynamic performer, and I can tell you, in the you know, pr- producing and that, he's the same, and um, done a lot of um, like musical bridges on songs that we hadn't thought of. You know, mm-hmm. Whitestone. You know, James's um, input there. Just and you had to listen to it. You know, for the first time in the in the studio, going, "Oh right, yeah, okay, <laughs> wow." Um, so yeah, yeah, we we love the man. Well, he has done a fabulous job. And, Greg, your daughters, Bonnie and Pip, also appear on the album. And there's one of them, I'm not sure which, who sings on When We we Were Young. Will they be going on tour with you both when this tour starts? 
Uh, yeah, Pip's going to jump on in, I think it's the July dates. I think um, just the girls have got a shop in town and they're flat out. Um, they've they've um, been going hammer and tong at that for about a year now, sort of coffee shop and um, they sell clothes and stuff. And um, so they're flat out with that. They, they're finding it hard to um, get away, but they're gonna, definitely going to jump on um, just a couple of little shows here and there. It'll be sort of advertised that they're going to play and um, they'll be definitely at the Martha Guy show that's coming up, which is just our little home home hall down the road here. And um, so, yeah, but I, I can't wait for them to, um, well, for Pip to sing that uh, at shows, that, that song of hers, and um, it's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, so the tour is starting very soon and uh, in February and it's going through to July when it ends in Catherine at the Outback Experience, Tom Curtin's Outback Experience. Logistically, because the two of you are in, the, in different parts of the country, I imagine it's taken a lot of planning. Sarah, this is a question for you. Yeah, it takes a bit of work just working out, do I come back to Darwin? Do I stay around, um, hang out with Greg for a little while? Um, logistics Darwin's a pain in the bum really um but you just have to manage it the best you can and um um but you know we're just trying to keep our touring bunched so we just do a little bit in a in a short time come back have a break and then go back out and do it again um we do that about three times so that's all we can manage so far and we, we hopefully will get some new dates put up too I mean because there's a lot of places we haven't um that didn't make it on the list so we're working on that and hopefully we can get over to a few other places like WA and South Australia and Tassie sorry guys yeah Yeah. (laughs) where are you hoping to go Greg oh WA wouldn't that'd be fantastic all those little yeah down at Margaret River and all that, yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, I often think that that's that's probably the hardest stage just because it's so that coastline is so big, and if you were to try to to get to a, a few different places in WA, it's either very very long road trips or quite a lot of short flights. Yeah, and it's expensive flights flying around. It gets it gets a bit of a pricey thing, and it's still something that as musicians um, we have to be very aware of keeping your costs down. Um, that's why we, we really rely on people turning up to the shows and buying a ticket. Um, without our fans, you know, we just can't do this. So, um, yeah, um, we, we love you who, who has bought a ticket to our show. We thank you for supporting Australian Country Music. Well, the album is really wonderful. As I said, I'm still wrapped up in the in this whole dream of it and I uh, think I will be for a really long time and no doubt when people come to the show, they'll have that same experience. The two of you have been playing together for quite a while now. Uh, for those who don't know, Greg has played with Sarah over the years. Um, Greg, I'm not sure if Sarah's guest starred in, in your shows when you've played them, but I imagine she has. So there's obviously a lovely live relationship that the two of you can bring to the stage. Oh yeah, I just um, love playing with my little sister, and um, she's so natural on stage and calms you down. And you usually come off stage going, "Wow, that was really good and great fun." So uh, we can't wait to um, play play for people and um, just share these new stories, and because um, that's what we are with storytellers. And hope to see you there, folks. And um, yeah, thanks so for your time. No, an absolute pleasure. I will post the dates and people can go to your website to find them uh, and they should absolutely get along and discover this wonderful album. So thank you both for your time.
Thank you, Sophie. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Sunburnt Country Music Podcast. For more Australian country music interviews and reviews and other things, go to sunburntcountrymusic.com or to Sunburnt Country Music on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok.